Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Karting. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole in what is a very uh, interesting time in, in our sport, in our world, uh, battling with the COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, we're doing what we can, of course, here at eCardingNews.com to provide a lot of content for you. We've been pushing out some great interviews on Instagram Live. Uh, just did a podcast with uh, Greg Bell, another Book It podcast. We got a lot of content coming, but again, we, there is a lot to talk about, uh, and a, a lot of this, or at least the early part of this particular podcast of this week in karting, will be focused on the coronavirus. We'll update you on some of the programs that have halted their races, what they're looking at for rescheduling. Uh, but again, that's kind of what we'll be focusing on here today. It is episode number twenty-one. It's April the fourteenth, midway through the fourth month of the year here in twenty twenty. And as everyone knows, this podcast uh, is essentially focused on all the the major news. It hits the EKN homepage over the the, the weeks that come into the event. Obviously, perfect for listing on the way to work, but coming or coming home that you know the morning or afternoon commute. But as we know, not a lot of people uh, on the road heading to work these days. So you know, maybe you're working on the cart in the shop. Maybe you guys are working, uh, uh, hanging out on iRacing, whatever it may be. Good opportunity to fire up this podcast and kind of get an update on what's going on. Today's podcast presented by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the car track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? All right, David Cole, uh, episode 20 was our last one uh, just a little over a month ago. Uh, you actually did a pretty good job getting a little, cl- you know, bringing these this week in cardings a little closer together. But uh, it's been a little interesting. You and I have been, uh, you and I have been on it like crazy for the last, uh, uh, the last couple of weeks. You know, you were at the Supercarts USA Winter Nationals, the start of the Pro Tour. I was at the IndyCar Race and Road Indy event in St. Petersburg. Got a we got one session in for each category. You guys, I don't even think, really got rolling at all. Um, maybe a little bit of practice. That's it. And and things are changed, man. It's uh, it's a different world right now. We're all on hold, and I think everybody's just hoping to go back to the racetrack. Yeah, this is essentially week five of of what has been the stay at home quarantine, uh, uh, keeping keeping ourselves safe, uh, keeping ourselves distanced from everybody uh, again because it's it's to limit the the spread of the the virus. Uh, not touching it. It's, it's been very difficult. Uh, obviously, uh, everybody has their own personal challenges and and, and difficulties uh, uh, with the with the scenario. But uh, you know, again, you have to look at the big picture. You know, long term wise, and and sometimes the short term isn't exactly what you want it to be. But uh, you just have to keep digging and, and pushing on. And thankfully, you know, we have the uh, the ability to uh, to kind of have a a normal life because we work at home. Uh, for the most part, you know, majority of our days are spent in the home office. So I just, you know, I just kind of look at it as, as just keep, keep plugging away as, as a normal day. And uh, yeah, it's not normal because the kids are upstairs making lots of noises and, and the wife is going crazy because we're driving there. Crazy. exactly. So, uh, so that's a little bit different, but it, you know, you just try and I think, I think a lot of it is just keeping a, uh, uh, you know, schedules t- certainly help. Uh, keeping yourself occupied is, is another. So, 
Well, it's, it's been interesting to see uh, a lot of the different organizations that are jumping on board to do some online racing on, on the iRacing platform, uh, whether uh, or, or whether you're like, like Rock USA, Rock Cup USA with one of the karting sims. Uh, you know, everybody's trying to have that little bit of competition, kind of feed the, 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 the love of motorsports that fuels all of us here in the sport, whether it's in karting or any of the other uh, different, different disciplines of motorsports. People want to get out there. I've had a chance to actually commentate some iRaces. It's been interesting for sure. But let's talk about the coronavirus. Again, the update, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, majority of the racetracks uh, around the country shut down dependent on the local or state orders. Uh, there's a number of tracks that are open, but with the, just a couple people on the racetrack, um, it's always like to see some stuff on video of people out there uh, out there slamming laps out. I think we'd all like to be doing it ourselves. But bottom line is that there are some tracks that are still open. Most are closed down, but the businesses are all still open. And I think that's one of the things, David, that is key that we'll get across at the start of this particular podcast, this This Week in Karting podcast. The businesses are still open. They're still shipping product. They're still, uh, you know, they've got one or two people in the shop or, or just one person in the shop in, in many cases to, to try to fill orders. But they've still got rent to pay. They've still got uh, truck payments. They've still got mortgage payments. And again, we'll talk more about uh, what, we're, what we're doing. Actually, you know, let's jump into that right now. Then we'll transition into, into what some of the other carding companies are doing. Here at eCarding News, we're trying to do something to help our EKN partners, the, the people that keep our doors open, that keep our mortgages paid. Uh, and that's the industry that supports what we do. Not the entire industry supports us as, as the way our partners do marketing partners who, who are with us or advertising with us, whatever it may be. Our initiative, of course, is support carding, hashtag support carding, and that's for the entire sport. We're asking everybody, essentially, to, if if you have the means, and you were we were set to go racing, so you had the budget in place, you were set to go racing, you know that you're going to have to buy consumables that you're going to need later in the season, whether it's tires, oil, uh, maybe you were going to buy new a new racing suit gloves, a new rib protector, helmet, whatever it may be. If you have it in the budget, this is the time to make sure you buy it. Don't wait till we go back racing again. If you have it in the budget, it's sitting there in the bank, and you know you're going to be good if you have the means. Again, I want to say that. This is a great opportunity, David, for them to support their local cart shop, the person who's at the track. Every time they're at the track and there's an issue and they need new gear because uh, they didn't bring a 63 tooth or they, the chain blew and they need a new chain, they run over there and that, that, that shop, that trailer, is the person who saves the day and allows them to have what they need to keep racing. Well, the, the, the tables have turned now. It's not their turn to support you. It's your turn to support them. So, you know, David, that's kind of the deal, right? We're trying to make sure let's, let's keep injecting money. I don't care if it's 200 bucks a person once a month. Keep injecting money into your local shop, any shop for that matter, to make sure they still have uh, you know money coming through the till. Well, $10 a week or $20 yeah. a week. I mean, it's not much. And again, a lot of these uh, uh, businesses have have gift cards, or as you said, just little essentials. You know, whether it's you know a couple couple uh, things of oil, or you know a couple chains here or there, or you know, again, the bigger purchases are tires. Obviously, though, that's a big uh, majority of uh, uh, revenue for a lot of shops. Uh, but just you know, little things here and there. But I think I think one of the easiest things is 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 the gift cards because again. You don't have to use it right away. You, you you're purchasing it, so it's giving them some revenue, and then later down the road, you're able to get that product or 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 um, supply or something that you're going to need when racing resumes. But you know, going back to what you were talking about earlier, you know, the majority of the tracks are shut down to racing, but they're not shut down completely. Some are completely shut down. Some aren't shut down. So people still have that option to to get on track and. 
and to burn some laps, get some get some testing done, or in all honesty, just to get out there and forget everything. Uh, because that's, right. that's one of the things that carting does for me personally is it kind of shuts everything else out of, of your brain and just, you know, it's you and the racetrack, you know, that, that become one, uh, that we've talked about before with yeah. movie and, and stuff like that. You become one with the racetrack, become one with the environment and just being out there. And, you know, it's, it's almost like a motorcycle ride. I, I you know, anytime I'm outside in the, na- in the neighborhood, I'm always hearing motorcycles driving around, you know, not today because it's, it's down to, it actually snowed this morning, but, uh, uh, I've been, you know, you're hearing a lot of motorcycles riding around in the neighborhood because it's, it's, it's a sense of freedom. It's a way of, of getting away and forgetting everything that's going on. So, so carting is that, uh, but yeah, the business, business side of things, we still need to, to keep, you know, they're keeping their doors open, uh, online, you know, you can purchase everything online for, for the majority of the, of the cart shops that, uh, that are open, uh, or that are in business. So you, you can buy things there. You can do the gift cards. There's a lot of different ways that you can, that you can support the industry somehow, whether it's tracks or businesses. Agreed. Totally agree. And again, what our, one of our initiatives here, obviously we, we talked about the hashtag support carding. It's great to see people putting that out in their social media. We appreciate that so much and keep doing that. I don't care what you're putting out. Hashtag support carding. Keep putting that out there. We've of course come up with a t-shirt program. I think that'll be something that people can wear as well to show their support for carding. 100% of the, of the net profits that we get from these t-shirts that we are selling are going to go right to our EKN partners. So we seriously appreciate that. Cool graphic on the front, all the all the EKN partners on the back, um, and again, uh, our challenge is going to be this. I, we're, we're likely going to go. I think it's Thursday. We go into production, so you'll we'll, you'll start seeing photos from Styled Aesthetics of the shirts going on the screen printer, the press, and we'll get you know we'll start shipping those out. I think we've sold uh, twenty five or thirty shirts so far, just in the initial hit. We're pre ordering now, so make sure you you, you get to there. ecardinews.com slash store. But the challenge afterward is once you get the shirt at home. Then it's a social media challenge. Wear that shirt. Take a picture of the shirt. You, the family, whoever it is, put it up on social media. I don't care what platform, uh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure you tag eCardi News and include the hashtag support carding because that's how we'll search it, right? Uh, have that hashtag support carding, and we're going to start giving some more stuff away. We're going to give away EK and hats, T-shirts, that kind of stuff. We've got some other inventory, older inventory we'll get out. we got some cool stuff. It'll be like a weekly draw. But the concept is, again, to get that support carding message out onto social media because, of course, we can get it out to everybody we know, but you can get it out to your extended followers, your community, whatever it may be. And that's that's the key. We just, we're just just trying to support carding the best we can. David, listen, you, you, you've jumped into this. We're not racing outside. You know, we're not being able to race on tracks right now. But you're one of these dudes that's like, I, and I've done some of them, but I've been pretty busy. You've been jumping into some iRacing. You guys, we had a couple of pretty cool races online on iRacing recently. Well, it, and ironically, thankfully, I kind of started getting back into iRacing um, ar- around Christmas time. I didn't go to Daytona and, you know, I I was staying up later than normal. So I'm like, you know what? Instead of watching TV, I should go do something with myself. So I got into, I got the wheel out of, out of the, uh, the storage room in the basement put, and hooked it up to the computer and and re-upped my subscription to iRacing. So I, I kind of got into it a little bit a couple months before, obviously, the the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic hit us. But but it's really, um, you know, obviously, we're all at home and it, and it and it allows us to get that that competitive spirit or competitiveness and, and, and racing 
uh, addiction that we're all addicted to and, and be able to, uh, to take part in some races. Uh, and, and that's, that's the great thing about iRacing is we're able in the internet, we're able to connect with everybody. So all, you know, whether it's, you know, companies starting up their own, uh, iRacing league or, or series, or, or now we're, we're getting tracks that are creating their own programs, or we're just getting random people that are creating leagues for everybody to jump in and, and all come, come together and race. So you're getting fields of, you know, 20 to 30 people all from the karting arena, uh, you know, getting together and, and racing spec Miata, skip barber, GT three cars, uh, F threes, all, all these different random, uh, car combinations and tracks that, that's, uh, that are available through the iRacing platform. And, and there's other, obviously esports uh, programs out there that people are doing as well, but iRacing really seems to be the more, uh, uh streamlined and more popular, uh, avenue that people are doing. And yeah, I, I've, I've, I've only done it during the nights on the weekdays, but, but the weekends are pretty much filled with iRacing. Yeah. You, and you pretty much get wrecked all the time from what I'm seeing from your social media. Uh, yeah, somewhat. <laughs> I mean, the, the opening, opening couple of rounds were, were bad. Um, you know, this past weekend wasn't too bad. I, a lot of it was driver error induced. So I, I screwed up myself. Uh, but, uh, it's just, it's just fun just to, uh, and again, it's, it, it's really like real racing because again, it's, it's all about not making mistakes because you make a mistake, you screw up your qualifying lap. You make a mistake, you're going to screw up your position in the race. And that's just, that's, that's a great thing about it. It, It's, it's helping that it's more of a mental game than anything. It's helping you stay focused and, and, and keep, uh, keep, keep the mistakes to a minimum. Agreed. I've had some fun on it as well. Obviously, there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on. We've seen the the IndyCar guys get out there and do some racing. A bunch of ex-carters we've uh, we've seen over the years. Oliver Askew won a big race last night. Uh, we did we did an event on the Elite Racing League uh, on Sim TV and on Speed51.com. He was a part of a, a battle at Texas Motor Speedway with the IndyCar drivers and uh, was going at it with Will Power and, and scored a big online win. Brian Robson was the spotter for that as well. The, all the guys from Arrow... Uh, Arrow McLaren Racing SP were, were helping them. The engineers were helping them. It's keeping them going as well. But yeah, you know what? I don't care if you're a car to running an MX-5 Cup race, whether you're in one of the adrenaline-fixed karting events that have been on as well on Apex Racing TV or whatever it is. It's just, it's, you know, I know that NKA is putting one together. The National Karting Alliance is putting together a program. Rock Cup's putting their sim racing deal together. Dude, honestly, it's just cool to, like, and because of, when you play so much, I, a lot of guys, I, I wear my gloves when I'm doing it because my, my wheel starts to to give me a, some calluses and blisters, oh my, but man, you're one of those just, guys. You have to do. It's just good to have. Uh, it's just good to have your hands on the wheel, right? Uh, yeah, no, that and again, that, that's what I said. That's the part of. I think the coolest part about it is is kind of the banter watching some of these guys like Connor Daly and and I oh my F- God, the Twitch and, Mickens, <laughs> and and just watching the banter between between guys. And again, you even get that in the karting league. You know, I, I, especially the one I'm in, the Red Six uh, race gear one on, on yeah. Saturdays. You know, there's a lot because a lot of these guys are all Cal Speed um, Super Series or Ironman or Machismo racers. So they've all, they all are bumper to bumper smashing into each other every, you know, once a month, every Saturday at Cal Speed. And so they're, they're used to giving that, you know, off the track banter. And, it, and it's very fun to kind of listen in and, and hear. Because I'm, yeah, I've never raced with any of these guys except I have. I've been around Cameron, Jocelyn, and and Casey Cook, and and Patrick Britton. So a couple of guys I know, but it's it's just kind of fun to listen into uh, 
the banter that they yeah. that they have yeah. on each other. So uh, that part is fun. Uh, and again, yeah, it, it gives you that that camaraderie again, you know, of just you know being able to to talk smack and 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 to put people in their place and and. And again, you know, on track battles is, is uh, it, it's fun. It's uh, it definitely helps kill uh, the time because, again, it, you know, we're into our fifth week. It doesn't seem like it's been five weeks, but, uh, you know, keeping busy with work and then and then doing the racing stuff on the weekends, you know, makes the weekends really go by quick. No doubt. All right, folks, stay with us. Our first commercial break here. We're going to come back. It's time to start uh, kind of filling you in on, on races that have been canceled that we know have been canceled. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, the events that we know uh, have been rescheduled, kind of tell you where they, they've been rescheduled for. Uh, but still, folks, lots to come here. Briggs & Stratton, the sponsor of this particular edition of This Week in Karting. 25 years of experience, 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to the EK and Radio Network. Uh, episode 21 of This Week in Carding. It's April the 14th. Rob Howden and David Cole I'm going to roll through some of the cancellations, some of the uh, the rescheduled dates that we have with the COVID-19 coronavirus. David, let's get started with uh, the event that you were at, Supercarts USA. Their Pro Tour Winter Nationals halted early in the run. Um, right now, it's interesting. I talked to Tom Kutcher and asked whether or not they thought about moving the Winter Nationals potentially to the end of the season. Of course, the, the Pro Tour wrapping up in August. I said, was there a possibility of trying to go early October? Normally, normally they don't want to go any later than uh, the end of September, which is when they have the streets of Lancaster Grand Prix. And 
I asked whether or not potentially, you know, maybe move into an October race, but they didn't want to get too close to the Supernats, knowing that most people like a little bit of a break uh, before they jump into that. So essentially what the plan is for the, for the Scusa Pro Tour deal is the right now the Spring Nationals are going to be rescheduled, potentially the last weekend of May, which will be the 28th through the 31st or the first week of June. Uh, in uh, June 4 to 7. That would still be at the Utah Motorsports Campus in uh, out there in Tuella. To, to make sure they don't drop the Winter Nationals races, uh, they'll have both races, the Spring Nats and the Summer Nats, will be three-round events. There will actually be races on Friday. So essentially, round number one at the Spring Nationals would be the replacement for round one of the Winter Nationals. And the Friday of the Summer Nationals, which is at Newcastle Motorsports Park on August the 5th to the 9th, will be round two of the series. Uh, the rescheduled round two, right? It'll end up being round number four. So it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six. I think it's a pretty good, I think it's a pretty good uh, move for Scusa to do that. Um, obviously people had paid to run at the winter nationals. So they're essentially, they're already paid up for that, that race on the Friday, both those races on the Friday. Uh, they picked their tires up, so they have rubber. Uh, I'm not certain whether they're using those tires or they're going to have to buy new rubber at the track. But the bottom line is Scusa is still planning to get, uh, to get uh, six races in for the pro tour. Well, I think what the major thing it does is it eliminates the, the necessity to travel to a what would be a fourth race because technically we are all traveled and in NOLA for for the Winter Nationals. So um, it, it helps alleviate that scenario because adding another weekend to what will probably be a jam-packed schedule, I think Scusa did right by just adding one round to each of the two weekends that they're going to have that they already have scheduled uh, helps eliminate that aspect. Uh, when you look at kind of the big picture of what uh, the sport of karting is going to be uh, uh, wrestling with once we do get back to racing. Um, so, again, yeah, it, it was a great move by that. And then and then the and obviously delaying uh, the spring nationals was a good move as well, because we're what now uh one two three three weeks essentially three weeks away from the originally scheduled date and a lot of our a lot of the states i would say you know over 40 of the states maybe 50 still have the uh the stay at home uh orders in place so a lot of us you know won't have the ability to travel and again you know it's a lot of it is what utah has you know the the rules in place for utah um what 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 are the rules going to be when we get to say May first? You know that's that's going to be the kind of the next hurdle I think the uh, the Scusa Pro Tour will have uh, once we start looking at because we'll be a month away and we have plenty of time to as again they they provided the two different dates so we're carters we have the ability to kind of move around and and be ready uh, within you know three to four weeks easy you know sometimes you know for regional and local events you can you could be within a week. A week's notice and, and be able to uh, to jump on on a on a change. So uh, yeah, agreed. I think we have I think we have plenty of time. Again, we'll know more once we get to to May first and kind of understand where uh, everybody is at in terms of uh, you know what states are allowing, what states aren't allowing. Yeah, one thing I've tried to get across to people is having that understanding that when we do go back to racing, um, you know these the clubs. Uh, not so much even some of the some of the some of the more the regional series where people aren't doing it for a living or trying to make money. Uh, I think everybody has to realize and kind of take a, a little deep breath in terms of 
complaining about conflicts because there are going to be conflicts. Uh, organizations like Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA and the actual businesses that actually, you know, that, that's all they do for a living. Um, they're going to have to get races in because they've got to make money, right? It's simple as that. Uh, where a club uh, can potentially back out a little bit and not run as many races. Some of these major series are going to do whatever they can to make sure they get enough races in the books. And, and I'm, I'm certain that they're already thinking, Hey, if we don't, if we're not able to race in June, what's our next step? Uh, you know, do we reschedule into October? You know, you could probably do that. You'd have to go a little further South probably than Utah. Uh, if you had to reschedule for Scusa, but again, everybody, everybody kind of just trying to, trying to figure out what they're going to be able to do. Once we go back to racing, it'll be bobbing, it'll be weaving. People will be evolving and, and kind of dealing with what they can. And, and again, I just want to put that out there that we just can't get too freaked out if there's going to be some conflicts because we're going to try to pack a bunch of racing. Just pick your series, go racing, have fun, and be thankful that we're back at the racetrack. I think that's the only message I want to get out well, there. Well, there, there's conflicts without the COVID. 19 pandemic. I mean, there was always going to be conflicts no matter what. And there always is in karting because there's, you know, again, we're a big country. There's a lot of races, a lot of people, and there's always going to be conflicts. I, I, I personally haven't seen anybody really complain about what is coming in terms of, of conflicts. So, um, me personally, I, I don't see any issues with people, you know, events being moved around because it, it's a, it's kind of a necessity, you know, again, as you said, we have to get, we want to try and get these events in. It's just like the IndyCar situation. Yeah, but David, this is carding. I get, if, if Facebook will blow up the minute somebody puts one on top of it. You know, there was already chatter when, when Andy Saisman moved his Challenge of the Americas finale onto an existing Rocks, oh no, an existing California Rock Championship weekend. It, it was already there. People, again, I just, Oh, but just, but it's the same promoter, so he can kind of he can be a put it put it on top of himself. That, well, that's but uh, but there was still, but people were still bitching about a conflict with a KPX race. It oh just, wow. it's, it's it's going to happen. People are going to bit. I know that I know that it's it's going to happen. I'm just I I'm just trying to get a preemptive strike for people just to chill out, <clears throat> go run your race, and don't worry about it. It's, it's yeah. It's I, going well, to- see, I I I've kind of in this in this quarantine situation, I've kind of put away the. Uh, the negativity because again that's part I of do, it yeah. just yeah, I, ignore agreed. it you know what I agreed. because hey trust me i've i've muted a lot of people oh yeah and unfollowed a lot of people on 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 facebook whatever it may be just because that's not the stuff i want to see in my timeline it's just i mean not what i mean there's no there's no reason to be negative at the at this point in in agreed. in this pandemic because you have to look at the positive things and and that's it i Good mean man, david i mean i don't understand i mean again like i just said We've always had conflicts in the sport from day one. Uh, I don't understand. There's, I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen even worse. And it's like, oh, it, it happened. Big deal. So I got to pick and choose. So pick one or go to the other. It's not That's hard. That's it. All right. Speaking of challenging the Americas, they're obviously gearing up to get back on the track. Uh, Andy Saisman made the move for the season finale to the May 15th, 16th, 17th weekends I talked about at Sim Raceway in Sonoma. Again, that's just about a month away. California is actually doing a pretty good job over over much of the other states in terms of getting things locked down, flattening the curve. Uh, their stay at home order has uh, really limited a lot of the cases and and, and the deaths, of course, as well from COVID nineteen. So, uh, their uh, Andy Saisman still hopeful, optimistic that they potentially could have that race, but he he knows that get a couple more weeks into this and he, he may have to cancel. Uh, we had him on one of our IG live. Uh, interviews our Q and A's, and he was very upfront about what the, the plan would be. If indeed they're not able to run that season finale at Sim Raceway up in Sonoma, 
It has to be canceled. Then the series, of course, will get capped down to the four rounds that have already been run. And the championship points as they stand with no drops is how things will shake down in terms of drivers winning tickets to the Rock Cup International Final, the Super Final, rather. Rock Cup Super Final, they're calling it now, uh, in November, or in October, rather, in Italy. Uh, crossing our fingers that Italy's got things dialed in by then as well, so that won't be uh, affected. But uh, also, Andy kind of dropping a the, dropping the little bit of news on us, David, during that uh, during that IG live interview and, and giving us the, the schedule confirmed for 2021. It's pretty early. Yeah. I, well, let me, I just want to address kind of the, 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 the uh, do. possible end to it. As you said, no drops. And again, this is another reason not to bitch because <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's going to be the, the races that we've completed. And, and I think that's the greatest move that, that Andy can do if the finale is not to be run. Because again, you, you can't change the kind of the format that the series was going to follow. Yes, the series was going to be five out of six. Well, we didn't get to five or six. So you have to go with the four races that we've yeah. already run. So so I agree with him on the on the no drop policy there. Uh, but yeah, looking looking forward to the 2021 schedule. Uh, obviously, this is a time when he starts penciling in. Uh, we would have had the finale already, so he would have already moved into 2021 uh, planning, and so he's already done that. Obviously, with with the time to uh, to be at home and and not be busy inside the shop, there uh, he's been able to to put together the schedule, which is essentially the traditional dates that uh, he's typically followed with the Challenge of the Americas, uh, January 22nd through the 24th, uh, 2021. February 26th through the 28th, and then March 26th through the 28th. So essentially the final uh, weekends of every month uh, to start out the 2021 season. Yeah, pretty. I, I like the fact that he got it out there early. Uh, good timing to do so. Kind of locking in the same dates he had this year, which is good. Uh, but again, uh, hopefully all we'll, let's cross our fingers in the potential to be able to get back on track May 15th to 17th. I don't, I don't think it's a very high possibility. I think Andy will tell you that crossing our fingers that potentially things will come down a little bit. Um, they're doing a great job. As I said, I know Canada is doing a fantastic job. I look at the numbers every day and, and we've, we've over the last week uh, we've seen a, a down, a downshot in new cases every, every day, which has been great. That's the kind of the, the arrow area we're going now in all of Canada at 34 million people. We're really only getting another, about another thousand new cases a day. So cross our fingers that we'll be able to get things handled here and a number of the states will be able to get things kind of dialed in and, and locked down as well. But as David, you mentioned before, it's all going to be what the government decides to do in terms of uh, gatherings or whatever it may be. All right, uh, folks, when we get back after this quick break, we've got to uh, talk about the Quincy Grand Prix, Lockhart Grand Prix, Cup Carts North America, and the World Karting Association as well. It's obviously not positive. It's all cancellations, postponements, and rescheduling. But we'll give you the dates for those particular events when we get back after this break. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsports. Karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the United States Pro Kart Series. Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. The 2020 season brings a new homologation period, featuring new names for the same superior products. 
Whether it's the medium SH Red, the soft SM Yellow, the super soft green SS, or the intermediate white IZ, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution for long-lasting and the best performance, with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Cart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Cart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kartsport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Hello, EK Nation. Welcome back to episode 21 of This Week in Karting. It's April the 14th. Rob and David here bringing you an update on everything that's going on. It's uh, a little somber to a certain extent because normally in a, This Week in Karting, we don't spend all the time telling about talking to you about cancellations or postponements or rescheduling. But amidst this uh, COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, that really is the order of the day. Uh, <clears throat> start with the 2020 Quincy Grand Prix. I was super excited because... Uh, um, Terry Trader get, you know, called me earlier this year and said, man, we'd really like to have you come out. Can we do the EKN Trackside Live? I want you to announce beside uh, Randy Kugler, which would be obvious for me, it would obviously be a treat. Randy, one of the uh, legends of the sport. I was going to get a chance to race as well that uh, that mid-June weekend. Uh, it, originally, it was David was the 13th or the 14th of the Saturday, Sunday in June. He said, hey, Rob, what do you think? Should we move this thing to October? Again, he's two months away, right? We talked about Andy Saisman's Coda race being middle of May mid to the end of May, this is mid June. And I, I kind of said to him, Hey man, I just, I'm hoping I'm optimistic that, you know, that maybe we'd be able to do that it's still two months away. And, and I think he was more, he was more worried that, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's move it to the end of October so I can get it done. And I understand Terry's call. They've decided to move it to October 10th, 11th. Uh, it's a free weekend. It's the weekend after the cup carts, North America race, the grand nationals at Newcastle Motorsports park. So, you know, late year, I think people are going to want to go racing, David. I don't think they're going to want to stop in October if the, if the season's only going to be five or four or five months long. So, yeah, you know what? Let's go to Quincy in the middle of October and have some fun. We'll cross our fingers for some great weather and get back to that legendary race. Yeah, I, I was kind of in line with you of let's just, you know, let's pump pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, let's kind of just wait it out a couple more weeks. I think he could have waited till till maybe May first to kind of see where you know obviously Illinois is going to be and 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 see where where they have the ability to to continue with the the June event or not. But uh, he was ready to pull the trigger and he did. And so now now the one thing you know for those who are going to take play, take part in the 2020 uh, Quincy Grand Prix is it'll be the first time ever it'll be held in October. So. 
that'll be something unique celebrating the 50th anniversary of the event and foliage. I mean, come on now, you're going through a park in October, you got some foliage working, you know, I mean, the, the pictures are going to be probably amazing Agreed, because you're, you're right. going to have, yeah. you're going to have all these, you know, these carts going around with the, the green grass and then the trees that are, that are going to be full of color. So, uh, it's going to be a unique aspect, uh, unique, uh, a unique time for the, the Grand Prix. Registration remains open. So, you know, if you want to support this event and that's the key, the, again, all these races, these badass races are going to need your support. So registration remains open. You can get registered. If you can't run in October, full refunds are available. And for those of you maybe who were looking at the event, but maybe had a conflict with the June race, and man, ooh, Quincy's open now? Listen, if you're coming in from a long way away, whether it's California, Florida, and you don't want to trek all your stuff up, remember that Margay has all their arrive and drive uh, programs for the Ignite classes. They've got the senior and, and, and master's Ignite categories. Uh, so a really good opportunity to be able to come to Quincy. Their arrive and drive is a fantastic program. David, you've done it. I got a chance to do it at the Battle of the Brickyard. Uh, roll in. They take care of you. Shared mechanics. So you don't need to do a ton of the Ignite anyways, but a great opportunity to come to Quincy if you've never done it and run in a huge field of Margie Ignite guys. I believe it's hashtag or www.ignitecarding.com. Great opportunity to, to get signed up for one of their arriving drives. David, speaking of street races, I was jacked to go to, to, to Quincy. I wasn't going to be able to make it to the return of the Lockhart Grand Prix in Texas. Uh, Mark and Gina French uh, working their tails off to put on some cool races. They hooked back up with Lockhart, which had, I believe, three years of a, of a cool street circuit race. They were putting that back together this year on the May the 16th, 17th weekend. I was going to have to be in Indianapolis for pole qualifying for the 500. We had said that you were going to go down to, to, to be there. Eric Brennan was likely going to go down and announce that race for us on the ECAN Trackside Live program. It's May the 16th and 17th, a little different than Andy Saisman, same weekend, right? So Andy's rolling into a track. You know, these guys are putting on a, a, a major street race, fencing, barriers, staff, the whole deal. A little easier for Mark and Gina to say, you know what, we're not going to roll the dice on this. And there's just so much that goes on. We talked to Mark a bit on the IG Live. The city of Lockhart, oh, it's a small, small city, small town, the barbecue capital of Texas, they got a lot of stuff going on throughout the year. So I think they're still looking and talking to the city about a potential date later on in the season. But again, tough for them. They may just have to refocus on, on bringing it back in 2021. Yeah, postponed. That's, again, the, that's exactly. the key word yeah. to, uh, to this event. You know, the, Mark and Gene are definitely going to be working hard uh, with the city of Lockhart to to try and, because again, like he said during your, your IG Live uh, talk with him, they have other events that they have weekend and week out uh, around the city that require, you know, the city streets and, and certain areas of the, of the city in order to, to, to have these events. And there's, there's plenty of events that are getting canceled right now along with theirs. So, uh, or getting postponed. So it's, you know, they, they got to find a, a, a time that works good for, for the city. They got to find a time that kind of works good for, for Carter's as well, because again, you know, it's, you don't want to schedule this say on Supernats weekend or, or something like that, you know, December might be a good time to, to head down to Texas. Uh, you know, again, so this, it could, that's be some, it. It could, Dude, be, that's some, it. It could yes. be something that happens at toward, yes. as you said, towards the end of the year, uh, when, when racers, even especially up North are, are kind of, you know, been out, out of the, uh, out of the seat for two months and can head down. So, uh, there's definitely options, uh, that they, that they can look at. And, but again, it, 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 it has to go with whatever the city is, is, is giving them. Because 
you know, like we've seen with a lot of other street races and, and, and things that involve the city, you kind of have to go around what works for them. You know, look at the, the, uh, the IndyCar stuff, you know, obviously, you know, Detroit Grand Prix, they, they're not going to be able to reschedule those because it's just, it's, it's not possible. St. Pete, they have the ability now to possibly reschedule that for the series finale. They're just kind of waiting what weekend is going to work for that city. So, uh, that's it. So that's kind of the that's kind of the downside when for a situation like this with with uh, street races. But uh, again, it's it's postponed. It's not canceled. So uh, you keep keep hope alive. Well, you know, and I think you made a key point there right now uh, in this in this much more southern states, whether it's Arizona, California, Texas, uh, into Florida. <clears throat> you know, obviously, Scuzo will want to start their winter series in, in January, as will the uh, Florida Winter Tour with Rock Cup USA. But I would not be surprised to see a bunch of events get get uh, get moved into, de- into December. You know, Super Nats kind of wraps things up at the end of November. Everybody rolls into Thanksgiving. Y- you know, we got the PRI show in December, but I, I would not be surprised to see some events come into December. As I said, people are going to be dying to race because it's we've got we've, we're taking what we're off for a month already now. Let's say it's going to be another month. There's going to be these two months, maybe maybe more. Let's cross our fingers. It's not. Um, these guys, pe- people have the budget to race. And they're going to want to, want to keep racing. So uh, it would not surprise me to see some big events roll out. Uh, not so much even in big events, just events rolling out in December uh, where it's still decently warm. So anyway, so Dave, postponement. We talked about that. That's the 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 word used by Cup Carts North America as well for their Spring Nationals, the first race of the Cup Carts North America Champions Cup. They were scheduled to go April 17th to the 19th at Whiteland Raceway Park to start the program. Uh, Greg Jasperson letting us know that there's a possible rescheduling of the race for the future, of course, depending on when racing resumes. Yeah, again, it's just one of those, you know, situations. They waited as long as they possibly could. Because everybody kept asking, "Hey, is Cup Carts are they still racing?" And it, you know, everybody was kind of questioning what was going on. And obviously, Greg and and Steve were were waiting till the last possible moment to uh, to postpone the event. And uh, in their in their statement, they're still looking at getting a race at Whiteland. They're just not quite sure when that's going to be able to be fit into the schedule. Because again, we don't know when we're going back, so that kind of leads to when other events are going to be scheduled. And they don't want to again. They're looking at trying not to schedule on top of uh, any other events as well, too. So, uh, you know, a lot of moving puzzles and pieces are going to be put in place once we know when we can get back to racing. And again, some areas might get back to racing before others. So uh, it's it's kind of it's just a wait and see uh, scenario uh, with a lot of these events. Uh, the World Karting Association really going to work as well. Uh, Kevin Williams and everyone over there, they've, uh, they, they've been digging to, to, to kind of reschedule some things, get things dialed in for June and July. Uh, David, they've kind of moved things all the way to the end of June, the 26th, 27th, 28th, round two of the WK Manufacturers Cup Series. Of course, the first event at uh, WK Kart Week in Daytona in December. Uh, they were scheduled to go on April 17th to the 19th, which is this coming weekend. Uh, they moved that to, Ju- to June the 26th to the 28th. Then the, uh, a bunch of races through July as well. But the WK, I think, doing a pretty good job kind of moving things into June and July. Yeah, that's that's the necessity that uh, was needed. Uh, they had the event that was, again, going to be this weekend at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. So everybody was looking forward to getting back to uh, the Charlotte Motor Speedway. So that event now has kind of been a split, has been split up because, again, this was going to be the, the trifecta. Uh, with dirt and road race and sprint and the manufacturer cup series 
dirt and road race, those two events are going to be the July 3 through 5 weekend. Uh, That is going to be run in conjunction with what is now going to be the U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals, which has moved from the Pittsburgh International Race Complex to Charlotte Motor Speedway. The Manufactured Cup Series event that was scheduled for April is now going to be June 26th through the 28th. So so those kind of have split up a little bit. But and then again, uh, they are still continuing with the July 24th through 26th weekend for the third stop of the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series. And then the weekend after that will be the Rock Cup USA Rock Fest East event. Uh, so a lot of racing going on at the Charlotte Motor Speedway in <laughs> June and July. I was going to say, I don't want to hear from anybody that I didn't have an opportunity to race on the new newly repaved cart track at Charlotte <laughs> because uh, lots of opportunities to do so. Uh, WK Man Cup on June 20 to 28, as you said, the July 2 to 5 weekend for the U.S. Uh, Rotex Grand Nationals. We talked to Justin Stefani from J3 Competition about that on the IG Live program. And then, of course, Manufacturers Cup back in July and then the Rock Cup, uh, Rock Fest East as well. So lots of opportunities for different engine platforms to get a chance to to get on that track that uh, what I think is a legendary racetrack, really part of the fabric and foundation of American karting through the, you know, the nineties or late eighties, nineties. We had some great races at Charlotte and to see that track repaved and and back going again, opening the door then for another one of a kind of a North American karting championship style race that we had in the late nineties with both with all, with the dirt road race and sprint all happening at the same time. That Dave, that just that whole thing to me, Sets up. It could have happened this year, but it sets up for 21 and 22, 23 and beyond to have some really cool races right down there in Charlotte. It, it is. It's you know that that's what kind of a part of history that a lot of people don't realize is that Charlotte Motor Speedway was uh, kind of a nucleus for karting yeah. back in the 90s and and 2000s. I mean, we even went there with Stars of Karting. You know, Manufacturers Cup Series was there every year. Gold Cup used to race there all the time. It was kind of like, you know, it is the headquarters for WKA, but, you know, racing actually took place there all the time. And uh, I think, you know, with the rejuvenation of, of the of the three series programs running together at the same facility last year kind of helped, you know, pump up the the ability to have the the, the sprint track inside the, uh, the Charlotte Motor Speedway repaved. So it's just... It's going to provide, I think, an, at least another decade of, of races that are going to be able to be held inside that facility. Yeah, David, I think I'll send a message out to the carding mailing list and see if uh, the fries and Frankie Shafir and the tackets can come down for a fish fry. <laughs> well, don't 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 forget the, uh, the moonshine. You got to have the, moonshine, right? Frankie brought Frankie bought the moonshine. That was amazing. <laughs> and lit, dude, that was literally what twenty, probably twenty three years ago. Yeah, it was before my time, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, 23 years ago. That's back when the only way you connect. Seven, right? That's right. Yeah. And it was it was an it, there was an email mailing list uh Pete oh, Muller. Yeah. Started the uh, the email mailing list so essentially it was a CC'd everybody and it was a mailing list and that's essentially how we communicated. There wasn't any really any forums or websites at that point. Like, people were having websites, but yeah, we all communicated through this uh this email thread that went back and forth and uh Man, that's we all ended up connecting down at the North American Karting Championships. The fries brought uh, fish. They went fishing and brought a fish fry. I think I brought down a couple of cases of Molson Canadian. And Frankie Schaffer somehow sourced some moonshine. It was uh, somehow. <laughs> it was a it was a fantastic evening. I'll tell you uh, that. Yeah, I don't really I don't remember the Briggs and Stratton three hundred that much to be honest. <laughs> 
you, you know, you know what? That was that was when I uh, actually graduated high school, and I was my first year of college because I got my first college email address, and I was like, "What? What am I going to do with this?" And and that's when I joined the mailing list because yep. somehow I found out about it. I don't know if it was through a magazine or or I can't remember how I got I think connected. I, I think I put it, it might in have National been the tackets. I put it in National Cart News. I know I wrote about it in National Cart News. And it could have been the Tackets too, because obviously we were racing together back then as well. Yeah. So they could have connected me to that. And that's that's my dive into uh, the internet with karting for sure. I remember when I first started working for National Cart News and Kurt Paluzzi, I asked him how I asked him how many races uh, I could go to to cover because I wanted to go to race. I wanted to go cover races trackside, and he's like, "Well, we only have so much of a budget." I go, what's the budget? Tell me what the budget is. Like, is it 10 grand? Just tell me how much money I can spend on the year to go to races. I'll go to every race. So I think it was less than $10,000 was my budget. And I ended up for that particular race. There was six of us in my buddy, Stefan Haas's, uh, you know, conversion van. We slept all the way down 12 hour drive. You know what I mean? It was, and I slept in a tent, a couple of races and, you know, slept on floors, guys, couches and hotel rooms. I did whatever I could to be at races to cover them without uh, trying to trying to trying to spend too much of Kurt's money at National Cart News. So I'm sure I'm sure the budget was less than what you think it was. It was probably <laughs> much less. Yeah, true enough. True enough. And then, then of course I launched my own magazine, and uh, budget was even less probably at that point. All right, guys, another quick uh, break, and we're going to come back. Actually, we're, we're not going to talk about any cancellations, one post post postponement, but we're going to talk more about some cool stuff. So stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN. Radio Network. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit ShopAKR.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. We talked a lot about event cancellations, rescheduling, postponements. Let's talk about some other stuff, David. We've got some good news about a new track getting built. But let's talk about Briggs & Stratton first. 
launching a, a mascot naming contest. I think good timing for this. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I think it kind of came at the right time because a lot of people are stuck at home with this uh, COVID-19 situation. And it, I, and we were able to uh, to, to work with or, or talk with Briggs and Stratton about things that were going to be coming down the line. And, uh, you know, we got talking about the, the weekly racing series and then they they uh, they gave us a little uh, hint about um, a contest they were going to have. And I was like, this is great. And so, uh, you know, obviously, when you look at the uh, the Briggs and Stratton website and and different uh, media kits or, or graphics and stuff like that, there's a, this little mascot that is associated with uh, the uh, the animal and the 206 engine platforms. And and so there is no name for this little mascot guy that they have. And so they decided to create a, uh, a naming contest to uh, to name the mascot and and uh, so anybody's available to uh, to submit uh, a, a possible name uh, for the mascot through the uh, BriggsRacing.com website. Uh, the contest is running through this month, uh, but first place will be provided a new Briggs and Stratton 206 engine, and Comet Cart Sales provided uh, gift cards for second and third place, uh, two hundred and six dollars to each of those uh, positions. I love it. I'm looking forward to finding out uh, what they end up going with, uh, seeing some of the different uh, submissions for the naming contest of the mascot. I love that. Now, David, you also broke a story with was pretty cool. We kind of picked it up, I think, on Facebook. You kind of were the guy that ran with it. A brand new racing racetrack, kart track being built in Colorado. Always, always great news when we're talking about new tracks being built. Yeah, one of the uh, the premier facilities there was shut down. That was at uh, the Centennial Airport there. Obviously, the track at Centennial uh, we was my first Rotax Grand Nationals uh, that I went to. Uh, so it kind of had a, a place in my memory. But uh, that facility shut down. So it could, Denver it has a number of different little facilities that are, are around the uh, the area. But it's, it's, it's kind of lacking that uh, premier facility. And, and I think this might be the next new one. Uh, with the Royal Gorge Karting Circuit. Uh, it's located in Canyon City, Colorado, roughly 100 miles south from Denver uh, metropolitan area. It's going to be kind of a, a, a based off of what uh, the Karting Gank facility in Belgium looks like. <coughs> Excuse me. It, uh, it has a 33, a 0.33 mile rental kart track along with the 0.85 mile competition track. And the one di- big difference that uh, this facility has compared to the one in Belgium is elevation. Uh, we were talking over 40 foot elevation on the oh, kitchen track. So again, you're in Denver or you're in Colorado, lots of uh, mountains, you know, great, great views uh, where, where the, uh, the plot of land is and, and they're going to be able to take a lot of the uh, different uh, landscape uh um, elevation changes that is already there and implement that into the actual uh, layout of the racetrack. So uh, the facility broke ground on March 23rd and they are still set to open uh, this summer. You know, obviously with the COVID-19, they don't have any issues right now with construction because construction seems to be one of the uh, essential working uh, forces out there. So uh, they're getting a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff done quickly. Uh, because a lot of people are looking for work or looking to do work. So uh, they hope to uh, have everything ready to go when uh, when everything gets back to normal. 
Yeah, it's just so huge for Colorado karting. And it's, you know, <clears throat> over the 20 years I've done this, there was a time where Colorado karting was really one of the, uh, I would say, one of the models uh, of karting in the sport. The Colorado Sprint Challenge, uh, Sprint Championship, rather, was huge. All the tracks worked together. Each track had a big race. Kind of eroded uh, after a time, which was a shame because it was such a great program. And as I said, I used it as the model. I, I, you know, we pointed to it all the time in the magazine and everything on eCarding News. Love to see Colorado get back to that again because there's a lot of passionate racers in the Colorado area, and to have a brand new track like this added to the lineup is is absolutely huge. Now, David, we got some information coming out of Supercarts USA regarding the uh, the IME X30 platform updates. Can you give us an update on that? Yeah, so there were going to be updates to the IME X30 engine platform, and those were going to roll out at the start of the 2021 season. Uh, it's uh, it's that seven year uh, period that uh, we kind of talked Freeze. about, and yeah, in our last uh, this week in karting, uh, it was gonna, everything was going to roll out for the 2021 season uh, with a pandemic that uh, not only us but around the world are are experiencing, especially in Italy where IAMI is based, uh, they've decided to uh, delay the rollout of the updates for the X30 engine platform. That will now be uh, implemented for the 2022 season. Uh, once everything gets kind of back to normal, uh, they will be able to have IAMI USA West and IAMI USA East will be able to have the upgrade kits available uh, later in the year so people can start getting ready for the 2022 season as quickly as possible. Uh, so I, obviously the 2021 season will be kind of a reset year for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think FIA has done the same thing with, uh, with homologations. So, uh, so we'll see, we'll obviously see a lot of things kind of pushed off to the 2022 season in terms of, of technology changes that, uh, that will be implemented. Good call there for Supercarts USA, I think. And you, you said it, Dave. It'll be a reset season. We'll be getting back at it to fully in 2021. Hopefully, uh, we'll be uh, at it sooner or later here in, in 2020. One final break, folks, in this edition of This Week in Carding. We come back. We'll kind of give you a look at the editorial that's come out on eCarding News. We'll talk about the podcasts that are now available as well. We'll tell you what we got coming on the EKN Radio Network and some of the stuff that David and I are working to continue to push out more content here on ecardinews.com, our social media channels, and the ECAN Radio Network. Stay with us, folks. We'll wrap things up after this break. You want the best? You just got to roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from streetersuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but Cardine's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always-growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, bead breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Brick cart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's resume. The Nitro Kart has made its statement as the best 
fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. The 2020 Nitro Cadet is even better. The cart features magnesium front and rear hubs, a floating sprocket hub, and a roller bearing steering column support with tow lock. The Nitro Kart Cadet is completed with Mini Dynamica bodywork and Max Pappas' MPI steering wheel. If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. I am Nitro Kart Mini Driver and National Champion Spencer Conrad. We just got our 2020 Cadet chassis just before Daytona this year, and I really like it a lot. I got my first victory with it in just the second time on track. I really like the MPI wheel and the new brake system. Plus, the bodywork is really cool. Come join the winningest cadet team on the market, Team Nitro. Race one or chase one. Welcome back to episode number 21 of This Week in Karting. It's been uh, about uh, three weeks, three and a half weeks since we've had one of our shows. A little busy over that last little three-week time period, and, and we're kind of settling back in here now. David, let's talk about, uh, let you kind of roll out some of the original editorial that you did on eCardingNews.com. You know, first and foremost, uh, you know, this show is all about what kind of came in. The news that came in and made it to, to, the, uh, to the homepage, we put out a lot of original editorial as well. Uh, let's start with, uh, ECAN driver of the month, obviously for February, 2020, we haven't had races in March, so we'll more than likely will not have one. I mean, we could possibly talk about the, the, the Friday practices at, <laughs> at the winter nationals, but I don't think we'll go into that. Well, I guess there's, I guess there's the, the finale of the Florida winter tour too. We can pick a driver from there, I guess. That's true. I forgot that did get that get did get uh, completed before everything. We'll discuss that later. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. That gives me something to talk about and write about. Awesome. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> so All we had uh, the February to Oliver Calvo. Yeah, <clears throat> to uh, Oliver Calvo uh, winning three of four races at the Cal Speed event for Challenges in the Americas. It's his second time he won three races in a weekend, did so at the opening rounds at Tucson. And so uh, he was named driver of the month for February uh, with leading edge motorsports and the Praga chassis. Uh, We did uh, in February at the end of February, I visited uh, precision karting technologies. They hosted an open house. Uh, I luckily it was only two hours from my house here in uh, Grand Rapids. So I was able to travel over towards the motor city Detroit area and uh, visit them in the Wixom, Michigan uh, headquarters. Got to see uh, a number of racers, uh, uh, a couple industry people, not only with PKT, but uh, Marshall Martin and those from Target uh, Distributing and uh, some others as well, too. A lot of uh, local racers, road racers, a lot of different people from the Detroit area uh, visiting there. Uh, we did an industry insider with uh, Crosslink Competition. Got to, got to uh, understand who and what drives Crosslink Competition. Got to uh, kind of focus a little bit on Sean Owens. A lot of us know Sean. Uh, go dating back to uh, the early days of Dallas Karting Complex and the race team with uh, DKC there. Uh, Sean has obviously moved over to Crossland Competition for the last, I believe, two years now uh, into his third season and uh, really uh, stepping up that, uh, that driver development program they have there between karting and the F3 and F4 programs that they have in car racing as well. Um, 
one of the cool things was uh, the we we kind of reviewed the 2019 Briggs and Stratton Weekly Racing Series presented by R- RLV. Kind of reviewed the uh, the drivers who finished the three different divisions: junior, senior, and uh, or junior, senior USA, and senior Canada. Uh, the three different divisions they have with that. So kind of kind of got to highlight. Uh, those drivers who finished off uh, this 2019 season on top of the weekly racing series program. And again, you know, $45,000 worth of prizes and, and yeah. product being uh, shipped out to uh, to those who finished at, towards the top, I believe down, down to like the top 100, I think, drivers overall. So uh, lots of prizes. And again, just another way to uh, to bring that Briggs and Stratton community together. And again, numbers continue to rise. Uh, uh, in 2019 with the weekly racing series program, just, uh, I, I want to say probably four to 5,000 different drivers, uh, involved in that program. Amazing, right? Amazing. You also, Hey, you did a little bit of, uh, editorial yourself, wrote a couple of behind the laptop articles. Yeah. I, you know, figured we got what the time might as well start writing again. And, uh, one of the, you know, obviously I jumped on the iRacing thing really quick and, and did a, a, a few columns about that you know, how, uh, people can get into it. People that have been involved in it kind of, kind of looked at, you know, different racers who, you know, why they do it, how they got into it, what, you know, what it takes to, uh, to be part of the esports movement that is going on now during our COVID-19, um, quarantine. Uh, so kind of got, you know, talked a little bit about that. Uh, and then my one I did yesterday was the F1 format to Supernats 24, kind of, a you know, I was watching the uh, the uh, the Formula One show on Netflix, and it got me thinking. Like, why do we not have this in karting? Like, this is something that we could do. You know, we have lots of manufacturers. You know, we we kind of need to to kind of narrow narrow it a little bit. You know, it's almost kind of like that. Um, what's the soccer program in in England? A Premier Series. You know, where they have a focused. You know, this is your Premier level, and I think we we can. You know, now that we have. KZ and the IME SSE engine running together, we can kind of do that a little bit where we kind of put an emphasis on the teams and the manufacturers rather so much than the drivers. And, and you just kind of do a little, you know, F1 format with 20, you know, 10 teams, 20 drivers. Boom, let's do it. Let's race a condensed program at the Supernats. Definitely had a lot of people talking, which I thought was interesting. A lot, of, a lot of feedback. I know you were busy yesterday replying to people as opposed to doing anything else. Which, trust me, I've, I've dealt with that before. When you when you put out some some piece of edit, editorial that people kind of kind of identify with, or it, it fuels them, whatever it may be, you end up spending a lot of time replying to people, whether it's on uh, actually on comments on Facebook or private messages or emails, whatever it may be. It just I like the fact that it got people talking, and I thought it was an interesting concept for sure. Uh, I think in regards the, the, to- the best part, sorry, the best part was people were wondering if this is actually happening. Like people were messaging uh, certain team owners like, hey, is this happening? Is this for real? <laughs> like, like, am I am I able talking. to race? Who do I need to contact in order to race Supernats now? And, wow. and I was like, no, that's no, no, funny. no. This is just a concept. Like, and that's the one thing I, I hadn't heard. I haven't heard anybody from Scusa con- talk to me about it. So. Um, you know, maybe this is all for nothing, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll have to, uh, to, uh, knock on the door and, and kind of wake them up over there in uh, Temecula. <laughs> I love it. Uh, folks, we also got a, a bunch of stuff out on, the, on, on podcast form. Those of you may be listening through iTunes, Google play, Podbean or Spotify. 
Uh, last, the last issue, of course, this week in carding now available as well. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the, in, my industry insider interviews with Curtis Cooksey from Acceleration Kart Racing or Keith Freeber from Margay, they, they're available in podcast form now. Really good interviews. Finally did my second edition of the book it, uh, podcast, a conversation with Rob Howden. Had a, a really great chat with, with Greg Bell talking about his early days in the sport, how he got into racing and just, and you can hear the passion in his voice. And it was just, it's a really great interview. It's long. It might be 90 minutes long in total, but trust me, if, if you're driving somewhere, if you're just bored as hell at home and, and you, this is a, it was a fantastic uh, podcast, a book at podcast with Greg Bell, exactly how I wanted it to roll out. Talked about this and the history, talked about his recent success, talked about drivers he's worked with, man, it was, uh, it was exactly what I hoped it would be. And it's fueled me to do more of them again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to line up another one for next week and try to maybe do one every other week. So I got a couple of people that I really want to talk to. Greg, uh, Gary Carlson, uh, Carlton being one of them. Uh, Sabre Cook, another, uh, another uh, person I'd like to sit down and talk to about her time in the sport and what she's been able to do in engineering, mechanical engineering, race engineering. So I'm really excited to talk to her as well. Look for more of that coming up. On the EKN Radio Network, David, <clears throat> excuse me, you, uh, you've been dropping some rewinds. You've been dropping some old uh, EKN Trackside live broadcasts, and you went back to one of the ones that we ac- that we actually didn't even stream live. We actually recorded it at the Supernats at Sam Boyd Stadium, and then uploaded it later. Um, man, it was wild to, to, to hear me. It, but I mean, just say it was wild. Yeah, it was th- three different races, but it was so wild to hear. You know, that's ten years ago, and listen to those races. It was crazy. More, it was more than ten years ago, Rob. We're what talking. was it, what was the one? Uh, I'm going to, it was, was it six? nine, 10 and 11. It was, so it was 2005, 2006, Jesus. 2007, 15 years ago. So 15 years ago, because again, you were doing a handheld recorder. <laughs> That's right. And I didn't have a headset on. So I'm screaming over, screaming over top of the, uh, over top of the cars. Like nowadays when we do the broadcast, I have a headset on, so I'm not screaming as much, uh, into the, into the well, mic, man. It was, you were younger, so you could scream back then. Now that's, that's true. Yeah. I could lose my voice. And I remember the one and the one year we were standing outside turn one on the hay bales outside our, uh, little, uh, RV that they gave us to work. <laughs> yeah. That would have been Oh six and Oh seven. Oh man. Uh, because 2005 was the Mandarino year and we were actually at start finish line. Uh, next to scoring in our, we had an RV that year. And, and we were, I think I, I announced them on top of the RV. On top of the RV. So it was a really yeah. cool uh, <laughs> place to be at. Because, and again, I think that, I think you even interviewed Mandarino right after the event. So you basically climbed down off the RV and went right to scales, which was right behind us. So yeah, I moved with that. Yeah, exactly. We've always yeah. had, you know, we in previous years, we've always had a good position to be able to do that kind of thing. Uh, now not so much because the scales are literally half a mile away from where we <laughs> are now, so we can't yeah. do that. Luckily, now we have the podiums uh, right after every main event, so we're able to get that raw emotion. Because I think that's one thing you know when you listen to that 2005, you know, in those early years, you get that raw emotion. Agreed. Of that of the that celebration right after you come off the racetrack. And so I'm thankful we're able to do that because those supernats that we didn't have that. And you know, now mind you, I love the celebration that was inside the the Rio there, you know, the the big stage. I think I think it gave it was a great show, but we were lacking that emotion. I mean, there was some emotion there, but that that at least for our live broadcast that we're doing now. We agreed. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Yeah. 
For sure. And people, you know, in the one we did inside at the Supernats, people would come in, they'd try to make flights, so they would grab their trophy and, and be done and, and bail out. So by the time you get to the end of that, the, the room's a little more sparse in terms of people being in there. But yeah, back dude, back in those early days of the Supernats, it was just the, the raw motion of the Gary Carlton win and the and the Jason Bowles um, and Lorenzo Mandarino, as we said. There was just a, such raw motion from all those guys that would win races and straight to the podium and and people screaming and yelling, and it was it was awesome. It was good times for sure. Um, yeah. So I you, I think the cool thing is, is you're you're asking people, hey, you, what do you want to hear next? Is there a race that we did back in the day that you'd like to hear the the broadcast from? Right. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put something up on on social media to kind of get people to talk, start talking about uh, you know what they would like to hear. Uh, basically, anything 2012 and up till now. Any kind of trackside events we went to, uh, we can broadcast on. We can play, replay, and rewind on the uh, ECAN radio network. We're expecting to line up a couple more podcasts. We've got uh, we're going to get a, we're going to get a bunch of the karting photographers together uh, to do one of our podcasts here. That should be a lot of fun uh, hashing it out with uh, the shooters in the sport. Uh, a couple of in- industry roundtables coming up as well on the ECAN radio network. But on the website itself, David, uh, you got another column you're working on. I'm working on another column. Got a couple of driver profiles potentially as well. I've got our uh, our women in karting program, uh, our series called Girl Power. That's going to be coming up here soon. We'll roll that out. Social media wise, as you folks have seen, I'm essentially trying to lock down someone every uh, every day at two o'clock in the afternoon on IG Live. Our next program, though, David, going to try to maybe set up a Facebook Live program as well. Multi multi guests. You're going to see us testing that uh, with just you and I later on this week. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to see me, but uh, I'm all in. <laughs> if you, well, you shaved off that beard, dude. Uh, the beard, the that the half Fu Manchu thing. I really enjoyed that. That looked pretty good. It was the comments that said that it looked like my dad that got me to never grow <laughs> again. Now, mind you, I did, I went ten days without shaving again, but I shaved for Easter because it was a holiday. So I figured oh, I'll do it. So, but I am going to keep up to my weekly shaving routine and uh, no more Fu Manchu. Maybe. Maybe for a future Halloween costume, we'll see. I'll keep yeah. I'll keep you posted. Not even an option for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, facial hair, not an option for the Rob. Not going to work. Ah, uh, David, thanks, bud. I appreciate it. We got another one in the books here, folks. Again, a book it podcast. Looking for them coming up soon. Uh, Ryan Norberg's on the hot, on the hot seat for that as well. I've talked about Ryan, getting Ryan in, Saber Cook, Gary Carlton, lots of people that we can bring onto the book it podcast. And you're going to keep seeing stuff. Two o'clock. Every day, trying to use it at 2 o'clock every day on IG Live, lining more people up to talk about the sport. So, and again, send us a message. If there's somebody you want to see on IG Live, let me know. Drop us a DM on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be. You give us the input. I'll go find the person. We'll lock them down for an IG Live Q&A. Otherwise, we're done. Big thank you to Briggs & Stratton Motorsports Briggs Racing for being our uh, presenting sponsor of this edition of This Week in Karting. We're wrapped up, folks. Uh, Thanks for listening in. Hope you guys are taking care, staying at home. Last but not least, once again, hashtag support carding. Go to ecardingnews.com slash store. Get your EKN support carding t-shirt and we'll support the people that support EKN. Much appreciated, folks. Stay safe. Stay home. Talk to you soon. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. (laughs) 